0: Broadcasting down on the bayou, it's The Average Marks, a podcast featuring two Average Joe wrestling fans talking about the business they love and so much more. And now, here's Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry.
1: And welcome to episode 34 of The Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are broadcasting live from the Collar and Elbow Studios downtown lake charles how you doing patrick what's up what's up what's up doing good man um
0: went to hang out with cruz last night at oh, his, yeah? his house we watched the g1 special uh good great night of wrestling some did good cruz matches. find
1: the time to film a video he did not
0: dead gummit he was cooking uh we had some pulled pork nachos last night oh that yeah. sounds good dude they were they were they were amazing they yeah. really were they were amazing so kudos to cruz on the uh, pulled pork nachos, those were delicious last night, so we got to watch some wrestling. Unfortunately, didn't get to make a video, but um, maybe he'll find some time this week to make one, as of course, Hope so. we're going to be uh, you know doing the head-to-head with the WrestleCast crew for Extreme mm-hmm. Rules uh, uh, this coming week, uh, next weekend. But uh, for today's episode, July the 8th, 2018, the 34th episode of The Average Marks. Uh, We're going to talk about the G1 special last night. Also, WWE had a house show at Madison Square Garden last night. That was a big show. Um, Brink uh, has his response video that we're going to play for you guys as well. Also, the first match for the All-In show was announced. We'll talk about that. We'll also preview the Extreme Rules show coming up next week. And then uh, we'll play the uh, clip that uh, Brock Brock Lesnar uh, Mm -hmm. had last Mm -hmm. night uh, after... Daniel Cormier's knockout of Stevie Miocic, and then of course we have the Cajun Outlaws. Yes. That are going to be on the show uh, uh, towards the end of the show today. Interested? Very going to be very interesting to have all uh, five guys uh, live via Skype here on the show. Yeah, so that's going to be fun.
1: We're going to have to get the intern on this because they actually told me via Facebook message because I said, "Hey guys, make sure you call us like uh, you know thirty minutes after we're starting recording." They said, yeah. "No." We don't call you, you call us. So we'll
0: have to, <laughs> and I was like, we'll have, oh. Crap. Yeah, we'll have to get the intern on that. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll about halfway through the show, we'll, we'll, we'll get them ready. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's uh, the rundown for today. Average Marks episode 34.
1: That's right. You can check us out online, averagemarks.com. That's your central hub to find out everything you need to know about the show. Wherever you uh, consume podcasts, we are most likely there, especially if you're listening on iTunes. This is what we need from you, iTunes users. When you listen to the show, make sure you give us a rating and also a comment. What that's going to do, that's going to throw us into the iTunes algorithm. It's going to get us suggested to other iTunes users, which will help out the podcast a lot. Also, follow us on Twitter at The Average Marks and on Facebook at The Average Marks. Like I said before, we are broadcasting from the Collar and Elbow Studio. They are our title sponsor. We'd like to send a shout-out to Al Snow and his crew. Thank you so much. But just for being an AMP Nation Resident. We want to give you a chance to get some awesome uh, wrestling streetwear for a little bit off. That's how it works. You go to collarandelbowbrand.com. You make your purchase. At the end, you're going to put the promo code THEAVERAGEMARKS in at checkout. You're going to get an extra 10% off your order at collarandelbowbrand.com. So let's dive in
0: now to our. First topic, of course, last night, the G1 Special in San Francisco, New Japan. San uh, Ma-
1: Francisco. Yes,
0: the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling coming back to America as they're getting ready for the G1 Special, mm-hmm. or the G1, G- yeah, well, not the G1 Special, but the G1 Climax Tournament that starts next Saturday. Really looking forward to that. I think I'm going to uh, get New Japan World just for that tournament. That's, that's what be, I'm talking about. That's going to be really fun, so I'll probably do that later on this week, but... Last night, the G1 special sort of kind of kicked things off mm-hmm. last night. Let's go over the uh, results here uh, real quick. First match, it was Chase Owens, Takahashi, Tangaloa, Tamatanga, and King Haku defeating Sho Yo, Rocky Romero, Ghetto, and Yoshihashi. And the second match, a tag team match. Toru Yano and Tomohiro Ishii defeated Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki. Tell you what, when Ishii and Suzuki get in the ring, those two dudes are very physical. That was, they go uh, at it, huh? They, oh, they really go at it. Like at one point, I forgot it was a tag match. It was just those two guys kind of going back and forth for a good little, <laughs> good little while. Um, Kushida and Hiroshi Tanahashi fall to Marty Scurll and Hangman Page. The next match, uh, Hiroki Goto uh, retains his never-open-weight championship by defeating Jeff Cobb. The IWGP Tag Team Champions, uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, they retain their titles against Evil and Sonata. Will Ospreay and Kazuchika Okada get a big victory over Bushi and Tetsuya Naito? Hmm. Uh, this match right here, a very good match. Uh, also some news to report out of this match, but Hiromu Takahashi uh retains his iwgp junior heavyweight championship against dragon lee a little bit more on that match right after the the rest of the results here Uh, in my opinion the match of the night juice robinson defeated jay white for the iwgp junior heavyweight uh, excuse me the iwgp u.s heavyweight championship so juice robinson now becomes the first american-born wrestler to win the iwgp u.s Uh, championship. Of course, Kenny had it first. He's Canadian. Um, Jay White's from New Zealand. Juice Robinson, the first American, so congratulations to Juice Robinson in a tremendous match. Seems fitting. After he broke his metacarpal, (laughs) uh, he he was able to Win that match last night. It was a great match match of the night, in my opinion. Right. And then the main event, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, Kenny Omega's first title defense against Cody, who has a victory over Cody back at Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, back in April. Kenny Omega wins this match, 34-minute uh, match. It was a Wow. And, uh, hit him with the one-winged angel and uh, got the pinfall over Cody. So Kenny Omega uh, is now uh, has retained the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So I was talking about the news, though, yeah. uh, regarding that. Uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. According to the Wrestling Observer, Dave Meltzer reports that Hiromu Takahashi is believed to have suffered a broken neck last night in that match. And there was a spot he did, a, I forgot what the move is called. It's like some sort of suplex. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, dropped it, you know, it was a Dragon Lee dropped him on his head. It It looked worse in slow motion. I
1: saw the steel of it, and I was like, "Holy crap!" The neck is not supposed to bend that way. In live,
0: I was like, "Ooh, man, that looked like it hurt." And and they showed the replay in slow motion; It looked even worse. Yeah. Uh, So I believe that is probably where Takahashi broke his neck. Which now, if he has a broken neck, you got to think the dude's going to be out for for a good a good while. So what do they do with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship? I'm assuming they're going to he's going to go ahead and vacate it, and I guess we'll because it's it's crazy because Takahashi. Just won the best of the Super Juniors, put on an amazing match uh, at the the finals. Then he lost the belt uh, to Elgin. No, not, I'm sorry. Not, that's, I'm, that's, I'm thinking of something different. But he's had the belt since then. Uh, great match last night against Dragon Lee, which, in my opinion, second or third best match of the night. He breaks, you know, you're going to break your neck. And
1: Now let me ask you this. How long did the match go after that move?
0: Uh, the total match time was about 16 minutes. I think that happened probably a little over halfway through it.
1: You got to be so that dude went eight minutes with a broken neck. I, I would say he went at least four or five minutes. Holy cow, if, what and a now, beast! If,
0: now, if that is when he, I'm assuming that's when no, he that broke had it. to have been. That move yeah. was crazy. It was, it was crazy. So, uh, unfortunate news for Hiromu Takahashi. Wow, uh, I to have suffered a broken neck. I don't think we're we. Anybody from New Japan has really confirmed that yet. What has
1: Mike Johnson said about it? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just throwing shade on, on Meltzer. But, uh, so I'm pretty ho- sure Meltzer knows. So
0: hopefully, because I've, I've become a big fan of Takahashi since the best of the Super Juniors. he's He's been phenomenal. Uh, he never puts on a bad match, including last night. Great match. Uh, It would just be unfortunate if he has a broken neck and he's out for uh, a long period of time. So uh, we'll keep you updated on that uh, situation. But Mm -hmm. other than that last night, of course, the uh, U.S. Heavyweight Championship match, in my opinion, uh, was the best match of the night. Um, Juice Robinson got him with the schoolboy pin, got Jay White. I tell you what, Jay White right now, one of the best, at least last night, he got the most heat out of anybody in San Francisco last night. But man, he plays that heel part so well. And Juice Robinson, of course, he had that you know the metacarpal promo he cut <laughs> earlier this week. That's a broken uh, metacarpal, yeah, yeah. So you know, got two hundred five bones left, so we're good to go. <laughs> and the, the crazy thing about last night was he had the cast on his hand uh. from the bro- broken metacarpal, and they specifically said if you know the announcer said if he uses that cast as a weapon, he could be disqualified. And he won't, you know, win the belt. Now, there was a moment in the match, of course, Jay White being the heel that he is, where he Irish whipped Juice into the corner where Red Shoes was kind of at. So Red Shoes had to duck down and turn away uh. where he didn't see. And Juice stops himself, grabs the ropes. Here comes Jay White. Low blows him, the, the you know, right next to Red Shoes. But Red Shoes had his back turned to him, couldn't see it. And then about two minutes later, once again, Red Shoes has his back turned. And... You know, Juice Robinson hits him with the cast. Almost wins the match there, but then a couple of minutes later rolls him up. And uh, your new U.S. Uh, IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Champion. Great match there.
1: So we got a cast low blow.
0: No, we didn't get the cast. He hit him in the, in the, in the face with, oh. with the cast. Oh.
1: Well, J.Y. got the low blow on JY Juice. Got, yeah, J.Y. had oh, the low blow on okay,
0: Juice okay, when okay. Red Shoes wasn't looking. I was to say. And then two minutes later when. Red Shoes was, wasn't looking again. Juice hit hit you know smacked him in the face with the cast. Yeah. So because it's his uh, it's his left hand that has the cast, and he's left-handed, so he had to fight right-handed the whole you know hit him with the right the mm-hmm. whole the whole night. Uh, so and that rhymed, but um, uh, <laughs> so he had to hit him with the right hand, and then that one time the ref wasn't looking, you know, knocked him clean yeah, with the yeah, uh, yeah. the cast on the left hand. Got to use uh, that, it. And then he went to pin him, but he took out the near fall. But later on, rolled him up, and uh, the schoolboy pin uh, after that was a nice I know it's little, cool. yeah that was a good good match there and then of course Kenny uh I think everybody expected Kenny, Kenny Omega. yeah I think everybody expected Kenny to win that match because you know Cody got over on him back in April this is the the rematch in, in a way and you know what that tells me though between you know Jay White losing and Kenny winning I think Jay White is next in line for the IWGP heavyweight title because you know Kenny's first defense was against Cody a guy who the last time they fought, Cody got the win. The last time Jay White and Kenny fought, you know who won that match? Jay White. Hmm. Jay White beat Kenny for the U.S. heavyweight title. So now somebody kill Kenny. <laughs> so now I mean, based on you know that logic, Jay White would be next up in line to face Kenny since he does now own a victory over Kenny the last time they fought, and he did you know take the U.S. heavyweight title away from him. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when that fight would take place. I'm not sure exactly when the uh, the next big New Japan event is. I'll have to. We'll, we'll keep you updated on that, of course. No, nothing is set in stone yet. You know, they just uh, finished the show last night, so yeah. they got the G1 Climax coming up next week. Really looking forward to uh, to that as well. And I think we'll we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit. Well, uh, the G1
1: Climax is when they find out who's going to fight at Wrestle Kingdom for the championship, yes, right? Yes, oh, exactly. that's their next Unless, big event. Come on.
0: Well, there's. I think there's some other events. I mean Wrestle Kingdom it's, it's you know it, this is it's like the Royal Rumble yeah. you know in WWE the G1 is like the Royal Rumble is just it's in it's in a different format it's it's a round robin with 20 guys or it's like 18 or 20 guys I don't remember the exact number but they all fight each other they have the finals and then basically you're guaranteed the title shot at Wrestle Kingdom I'm pretty sure they're going to have some other shows between now and then. Uh, I'm just not, I, I'm not, you know, still learning this New Japan thing. I was why, you know, last night I watched the G1 special. I'm still learning, but uh, I'm starting to get the hang of it a little bit, yeah. so I'm not exactly sure what the schedule is coming up. Hell, as far as WWE is concerned, other than Survivor Series, SummerSlam, what's in between there, I'm not even 100% sure what's there either, Yeah, the
1: biggest so. thing in WWE will be our hottest female tournament.
0: Yes, we need to... Uh, it won't this, even be stuff they're putting this on. Week, be... This week, we need to discuss that because... We were talking about doing it over the summer, be a good time to do it. Speaking of, the other day was National Bikini Day, and a lot of the uh, WWE women wrestlers took to Instagram to celebrate National Bikini Day. And all I can say is go look up hashtag National Bikini Day (laughs) on Instagram. But, uh, yeah, the hottest female wrestler tournament, we need to discuss that this week, come up with a format, a bracket. And whatnot, and figure out how yeah. we're going to do this because we want to involve the fans. Yes, we do want to involve the fans. You will have a say <laughs> in this. Uh, I'm not saying you're going to have the whole say, but you will have part of the say. Yes, and if anything, you the fans may be the tiebreaker as far as getting you know, if two women like if you and me say you know, woman A is hotter, if Brink and Cruz say woman B is hotter, you have the tie. Whoever the fans decide, yep, that's, that's who's going to move on. So. Uh, but nonetheless, the fans will get a vote in every single matchup. Uh, we have determined that much at least, but we still need to figure out how many women we're going to put in. The, yeah. You know, figure out the bracket, and all that stuff. So that's going to be coming up hopefully in the next few weeks, maybe leading up to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So some, somewhere around there.
1: Now, let me, before we move on, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I got two things. Okay. Uh, number one, uh, was Kenny's hair on point?
0: Yes. Uh, now, <laughs> because he, he went, you were so
1: excited when you said
0: that. Yes, uh, <laughs> it was. Because I was thinking about that because. Uh, you know before the show last night they were playing uh reruns of dominion and they had played strong style evolved mm-hmm. i think strong style evolved he had the go he had the blonde hair mm-hmm. and i'm not can't remember i think he had the blonde hair for dominion too he kind of went back to like the gray brownish kind of darker colored hair yeah i like that hair much better on kenny yeah the, the same thing with cody cody went back to the dark hair so both guys hairs were on point last night in the, yeah. the main event uh I didn't mind the the golden hair on either one of them, honestly, but Is Cody know,
1: dropping the American Nightmare gimmick?
0: Mm, I don't know because here's the thing, um, and look Bringman uh just put in our group chat, you know, according to Meltzer Hiromu possibly has a broken neck, which yeah you know, we, we talked about already. Uh so yeah, quite Meltzer. unfortunate for, for Hiromu, but um, so, Brink, Brink's breaking that news for us here right now. But, um, Thanks a lot, Brink. Now, now, I just lost my train of thought. We're talking about uh, we're hair. We're talking about hair, yes. Yeah, hair.
1: Uh, did Cody drop the American Nightmare gimmick?
0: Well, he came out as the American Nightmare. I, see, now, the interesting thing that what happened after the main event is that Tamatanga and Tangaloa and King Haku came out, and they all attacked. They attacked Omega and the Bucks. because Omega and oh, the snap. Bucks. Yeah, they attacked Omega and the Bucks. Um so we're thinking oh, Tam- Tamatanga and Tangaloa might be challenging uh the bucks for the for the title for the tag team titles next not sure what that means for and then um uh, some other members of the Bullet Club came out Tamatanga and you know, Tangaloa and King Haku attacked them, too. I can't remember who the other two were that came out off the top. I think maybe Hangman came out to try and to make the save. Then Cody comes out. looked like Cody might have sided with Tamatanga and Tangaloa, but then he started to attack Tamatanga, Tangaloa, and they took Cody out. And uh, Cody and Kenny, I think, embraced w- with a hug eventually afterwards.
1: Hold up. Cody and Kenny embraced with a hug. I believe they did, or they mm. shook it.
0: I can't exactly remember but they basically showed a sign of respect for one another. I I
1: wonder if we're seeing a rift in the Bullet Club, because obviously it's been building up to this. Kind of like when the NWO went black and red and black and white, you know, Wolfpack and regular. Are we going to see see the OGs against the new guys? See, this is
0: what it could be, because Tamatanga and Tangaloa, I think, are the original members Mm -hmm. over everybody else, because they took off their Bullet Club shirts, and they had another shirt on. Said the firing squad, but also said BC on it. So... I don't know, maybe this could be similar to like the NWO black and white and the NWO red and white, the yeah. Wolfpack. Whereas Tamatanga and Tangaloa could be the red and, you know, the red and black and uh, Omega, the Bucks and everybody else could be the white and black. So I don't know what's gonna happen there, but it was a very interesting ending yeah. to the G one special last night. As far as uh, Tamatanga and Tangaloa and King King Haku even, you know. Wow. Uh, Because, I mean, King Haku is their father. Yeah. uh, So they all three attacked. I was thinking, man, what a six-man tag that would be somewhere down the line. You have the Tamatanga and Tangelo and King Haku taking on uh, the Elite with Omega and the Bucks. Oh, my goodness. That would be a really fun match. So the G1 special last night was really good. Uh, The only unfortunate news was that uh, Hiromu Takahashi may have suffered a broken neck. So right now, I guess his uh, immediate future is in doubt as far as him being the IWGP yeah. junior heavyweight champion. And it's it sucks because you know he had such a great best of super juniors, obviously winning it and then winning the IWGP junior heavyweight title at Dominion, but against Osprey, which oh man, that was such a such a great match.
1: Uh now my second point was it the video was really grainy. But who was that high spot with on the top of the ladder?
0: During the in the main event?
1: That, 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 so that was Cody oh, and yeah, Omega? that was Cody, yeah, because So who suplexed two?
0: Omega Suplex? No, Cody. Well, I'm trying to remember because it might have been Cody that suplexed Kenny. Because I, honestly, I can't even remember now. God, because I want to say it was Kenny.
1: Yeah. No, because I couldn't tell. It was so grainy this the clip that because I saw. The,
0: the the chair the 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 ladder was set up kind of on the edge of the ring, like on the side, like. The, like near the ropes to where there was a table set up on the outside of the ring,
1: yeah, and, and this is this
0: ladder was high that's what I was
1: supposed to say this isn't a punk six yeah, foot ladder yeah, this, this is, is like this a was, story tall
0: yeah, this was about a a ten foot ladder i believe I would say even twelve that, that it was it very, looked so tall it was very tall and uh at first it looked like I thought Kenny was going to suplex Cody outside onto the table, oh my God, but then I think Cody ended up suplexing Kenny back into the ring, okay, so I think that's what happened there that was that was probably the, the best spot now there was another spot where Kenny looked like he was power bombing Cody out of the ring onto the table, and Cody hit that table that table did not break what yeah that looked kind of oh, bad, but I think cody snap. ended up be, it, it wasn't that one looked worse live than it did in replay. The replay was like, okay, it wasn't as bad. It probably still hurt a little bit, yeah. but I thought maybe he might have hit his head. But uh, unlike the Hiromu Takahashi thing where uh the replay looked much worse than yes. it did live. So, I tell you uh,
1: what, speaking of hitting their heads, I'm pretty sure both of them were concussed after <laughs> after taking that bump yeah, from like when, 12 stories. Yeah, high, it was a uh, or it, one story.
0: Yeah, a lot of it was a, a lot of Physicality last night, uh, some great wrestling. I expected nothing less from New Japan last night. A gr- yeah. Another great show Congrats, guys. Uh, in America. They're going to be coming back to America, as a matter of fact, I think, maybe in November. If I, they, they were talking about, or no, September 30th. They booked that MSG. September 30th, they're coming back to America, I think. And then again in November, they have like a Young Lions thing that they're <clears throat> doing in, uh, nice. in America as well. That'd be so, interesting. So yeah, we'll uh, keep you updated on that. But yeah, that's what happened last night with the uh, the G1 special. Nice. Let's move on now to the uh, the Madison Square Garden show that happened last night. Some interesting things happened there, even though it was not televised. Um, here's the results from the show last night. It looked like it was a great show. Bobby Lashley defeated Jinder Mahal. Cedric Alexander defeated Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight Championship. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt defeated Titus O'Neill and, and Apollo Crews and Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. Bailey, Ember Moon, and Natalya defeated Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, and Alicia Fox. Mojo Raleigh Alicia defeated, Fox is still wrestling. She can't, she just got back. She was hurt. Oh. She was hurt. Uh Mojo Raleigh defeated Bobby Rude. You got to be kidding me. Nah. I'm not kidding you. Dolph Ziggler defeated Seth Rollins and Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. Nice. Kalisto Grand Meta, Gran Metalique and Lince Dorado defeated Drew Gulak, Jack Gallagher and Brian Kendrick. So, uh you know, the 205 Live guys getting to do uh, yeah. some Madison Square Garden uh, nice. matches there. Ronda Rousey defeated Nia Jax with Alexa Bliss as the special guest referee. And The Undertaker, Braun Strowman, and Roman Reigns defeated Kevin Owens, Elias, and Baron Corbin. It was also announced WWE will return to Madison Square Garden on December 26th for a SmackDown Live event. The advertised matches were uh, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Ooh, Championship. snap. And uh, now, now this is interesting course the card is subject to change december 26th they advertised daniel bryan versus the miz
1: mm. which you know yes. daniel
0: you know daniel bryan right now as far as we know has not signed a new contract nope past september 1st so of course like you know and it says right here card subject to change as it always does so
1: um Man, but, can you imagine a three-way dance between him the miz and ziggler oh boy dude
0: Just Miz and and Brian by themselves. I mean, give me that all day, every day. So that's what happened last night, MSG. You said there was a stare down between The Undertaker and Roman Reigns?
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw that on the YouTube. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why it came about, but The Undertaker's music was on. They were both in the same ring, and they squatted up on each other. Yeah. And they stared at each other for about 15 seconds, and then The Undertaker outstretched hand. They shook, got a big pop. And then Roman got out the ring.
0: That's a nice rub for Roman because yeah. I mean, you know, the crowd I think they're slowly starting to come around to Roman. I think Roman's mm-hmm. slowly improving. But uh and Roman's a great wrestler. I've always said that. They just they they're they've booked him terribly. Uh he needs to get away from Lesnar. Yeah. Uh he needs to you know, this thing with Bobby Lashley. I think this thing with Bobby Lashley could be a if re- this thing with Bobby Lashley is a really good match, which I think it should be an Extreme Rules match. Obviously, it's being at Extreme Rules, but um, they, you know, fans are coming around, and that was a great thing for the Undertaker to, you know, reach out his hand, shake it, mm-hmm. and kind of give that rub over to. Uh, Roman Reigns, because man, when Reigns beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania, I just I think that hurt him more than it helped him, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because the fans just were not happy about that.
1: Yeah, and uh, shout out to the GorillaPosition.com and Ryan K Bowman. They had a story on there the other day about um, how you know essentially it's too late for WWE to heel will t- he'll turn Roman. Yeah, like they got to stay the course now. They could have mm-hmm. done it earlier, but it's too far in the game now. They got to keep him babyface because yeah. obviously Cena doesn't have much left. Yeah. He's going to be the guy they're sending to Good Morning America and uh-huh. all these stops, you know, promoting oh, yeah. the brand and stuff like that. So he's got to stay baby now. But, like you were saying, yeah, it would be nice to see Roman go over. Yeah,
0: you're right. So uh, that's what happened at Madison Square Garden last night. Now, earlier this week, you have uh-huh. anything left on the – Well,
1: I, I just got to say to Triple H, you need to be careful with your 205 Live because you don't want to overexpose them. That's a lot of people in MSG.
0: Well, they only had two matches, so I mean, you know, it's it's pretty. Cool. Nah, I was just digging on him for <laughs> for
1: taking them off raw.
0: Um, so let's move now. Um, the first all in match, yes. was announced. Of course, Cody supposedly is supposed, was supposed to be fighting Nick Aldis for the NWA World Title. Not sure if that match is going to happen or not. At least not for the NWA World Title because Cody did not win the Ring of Honor World title, and I think Nick Aldis had said, you know, But yeah. we're still we, – we still have yeah. a
1: chance, and so – still a little less
0: than two months away,
1: but – And let me ask you this. Do you think with the new uh, stuff that's coming out from um, – uh, what was her name? Taylor Hendricks uh-huh. saying on social media the reason why she was not elevated in ROH Women's Division and the reason why she left – is because she wouldn't have a romantic relationship with Jay Lethal, like
0: a legit romantic relationship.
1: Like he wanted to get with it, and mm-hmm. she said no. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the, you know, you shouldn't be mixing, you
1: know, the, your personal lives with, you know, in
0: ring stuff. I mean, it does make for good entertainment.
1: sometimes. So I wonder if they're going to make him vacate the title since uh, he's putting kind of a bad light on their strap.
0: I mean, if. If she legitimately went up to him and wanted to date him and he just straight up said no, you I don't think you could fault that man for that.
1: Well no, 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 the thing was she said that she wasn't given a shot in the company because oh. she said no to his advances.
0: Oh, cuz he said no to her advances or she said she no? She
1: to- said no to his advances.
0: Oh, so she's getting the heat. Wait, yeah, hold on. She
1: got Okay. She got the maybe kibosh. I'm, maybe, maybe I'm a little confused. Okay. Um he wanted to tango with her. Okay. The lights off kind of tango. Yeah. And she said no. Okay. Right? Okay, yeah. And she went to social media after he won his title. Yeah. And said, the reason why I never got a push in ROH women's division is because I said no to Jay Lethal.
0: Ah, okay. Well, then that's a little different because, I mean, I don't know. Um. It just
1: sounds like politics and supposedly he and management put the kibosh on her.
0: Well, then that's not I mean, that's not right. Obviously, you know, like I said, professionally and personally, shouldn't that stuff should not mix? And I don't think they're going to take the title off of him for that. Um, or maybe
1: have him lose it real quick.
0: Or you could have him lose it real quick. I mean, but I mean, in my opinion, that's Too said, Cody, that, that's the same, the same, yeah. And if you're going to have it, if you're going to take the title off of him, put him on Co- Put it on Cody cuz yeah. Cody's going to have that belt at All In. You're going to want that belted All In. But Jey Uso is going to be there I think too, so.
1: But let's be honest. Um the match between Cody and Nick Aldis is going to suck because Nick Aldis is in the match. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> but, either way,
0: but uh speaking of, you know, matches at All In, the first match officially announced will be the villain, Marty Skrull mm-hmm. taking on the Rainmaker, Kazuchka Okada. What a match that's going to be. Uh, now, is that
1: opening the show, or that's just the first match that's, that they're it's saying it's going to be the first it's match they announced. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Because I was to say, I mean, you open the show with that. Holy cow. Yeah, I was
0: about to say, if you, it could open the show. I mean, you always want a good match that's going to open the show, and that match is uh, yeah. going to be a great match. Um, so, you got... Marty Scurll versus Kazuchika Okada, that will uh, be at All In for Mm -hmm. sure uh, already announced.
1: I'd like to see some TNA, uh, some impact talent in that show as well, because they can book indie shows too.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they book and who they bring in. They got a lot of names in there They got to bring the draw. Yeah, they got a lot of names in there already. Bring in some OVE. It's going to be a great show. Yeah. So let's move on now to, I don't know why I'm yawning. <laughs> caffeine, Doc? Yeah, I don't know why I'm yawning so much. It's, it's Sunday, that's the <laughs> weather, and just, I don't know, just worn out, I guess. But uh, so let's move on now. Uh, we're going to start talking about you know next week's show, the Extreme mm-hmm. Rules show. We got the thing with WrestleCast yeah, over yeah, in yeah. the UK. We're yeah. going to go head-to-head with them uh, on our scorecards for Extreme Rules. But Brinkman got a video that uh, that he put out. Yes. That we're going to go ahead and play the audio for you guys at least right now. I think you'll be able to see. Yes. Did we put the video up on social media yet? Not yet. But it will Uh, be on social media. It will be
1: on social media later today. Okay. Um, Then that will be the unedited version. Ah, What you're going to get here is the edited version, obviously, because trying to keep it family friendly on the the average marks.
0: So here is the video that uh, Brinkman put out in regards to uh, this feud that we have with...
1: Well, first, Patrick, let's play a little bit about... Let's play from... The uh the WrestleCast, because Brink's been silent on the whole thing. Yeah, right. Brink really hasn't said anything. They've been popping off for the last few weeks on Brink uh-huh. and on Cruz. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. you might need one of those five-hour energies. Uh, I might. It's it's, it's bad. Hey, this doesn't get you pumped up. I don't know what will, because they're coming for us, dude. Yeah, they are. All right, so let's listen to WrestleCast, and this is what pushed Brink over the edge for him to finally break his silence. <laughs> Brink, I
0: respect the fact you're a two-time scorecard champion but over here that doesn't mean nothing.
2: You got your WrestleCast Championship opportunity because of who you know and not what you've done. An opportunity given to you on a technicality, an opportunity you wasted
0: and didn't have the balls to show up in defeat and say congratulations to me. The respect is gone. And now we've decided that you didn't, didn't invite us over to your show, we've decided to invite ourselves.
3: Elijah? You're my favorite member of the Average Marks crew. Because, let's face it, who doesn't love a cheerleader? And your piggy bank couldn't afford us. And mention our Prince,
1: didn't he get with an American lass?
3: Yo,
4: Average Marks. That's exactly how you're gonna look when Stevie comes to town. Bang, average. Because let me tell you something, lads. Stevie comes and he takes And I'm coming to your town, I'm playing your game, and I'm going to kick all your candy asses.
1: Now, Cruz, champion to champion, we know you stole the title from Elijah, but we're going to let
0: that slide. A three-time champion. It's cute. You're now dealing with a five-time and longest reigning WrestleCast champion. We saw your little message. Cute
1: again. Let us know the time and the place, and British pod style will be there. All right, so you got these dudes from England. Uh, talking in their suave talk, right? Yeah, digging on us. And Brinks said, "Enough is enough." And right now, here's Brinks'
2: response. Conrad, Martin, Stevie, Wrestlecast. You're right. I mean, I'm I'm sorry that I wasn't able to go back the next week and on y'all's podcast and congratulate you, Conrad, on your victory. I'm I'm sorry that I was in the hospital taking care of my girlfriend who had just had surgery. I am sorry that the Wi-Fi at the hospital was not good enough to Skype. But what I am sincerely most sorry for was ever appearing on WrestleCast. You know, we may be called the average marks, but trust me we are nothing short of elite. The, the, elite. And you know what they say about the Average Morks podcast. We're the best podcast you've listened to in forever. So, you want your invite? You want to come over? Come. Bring your British pod style, and I'll show you exactly the young boys that you are. F*** wankers.
1: Wow. I mean, I'm pretty sure, even though it's bleeped, you can tell what he's saying. But you can see yeah. the you can see the unedited version at our social media pages at the Average Marks on Twitter and Facebook. And I tell you what, you can see it in Brink's face. Yeah, he's pulling no punches. No, he's, he's not. ready for war.
0: Yeah, because he uh, you know, Brink's been very passionate about this scorecard belt, so he's gonna be very passionate about beating these guys in the scorecards as well. So. Right. Gonna be a gonna be a very interesting it's gonna be very interesting because this is the first time we ever do something like this. Obviously, we've been doing scorecards now since last November, you know, amongst ourselves, and now we got an outside entity coming in here trying to I guess overtake us in a way. So
1: Yeah. On uh, Twitter you can keep up with the battle with the hashtag USA V S versus UK. mm Mm-hmm. And the guys over at the UK, they got their own hashtag UK versus US. But you know, US is first in everything, bro. So get the order right. It's hashtag USA versus UK. You're coming on our territory to play our game, our rules. Hashtag USA versus UK.
0: That's right. So, uh, which leads us now into the show next week. We are. Yes. We're trying to figure out Wednesday or Thursday. I think Brink said Wednesday or Thursday would be good. Well, they're six hours ahead of us though, so they're going to be on the show with us. We're going to try and get them on the show. That's going to be somewhat tough based on our schedules and them being six hours ahead of us. So um, that'll be very interesting. But uh, you know what?
1: It's not our fault that the time in the UK sucks. (laughs) Okay.
0: But uh, we're going to have them on. We're going to do our score. We're all going to do our scorecards. Yep. And we're going to see uh, which trio, because we're going to do me, Bernie King,
1: Cruz mm-hmm. versus them three. Versus Conrad, Martin, and Stevie.
0: Yes, and we're going to um, see whose three scorecards add up uh, to have the the most points. Uh, <laughs> the average know? marks? Yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I, I'm a firm belief it will be the average marks. But, hey, look, it's uh, in, in anybody's game at this point. So, And uh, we're going to do that show Wednesday or Thursday. Obviously, we'll do our – you know our picks for uh, extreme rules coming up which speaking of let me just go over the extreme rules card here real quick as i pulled extreme. it up let me go ahead and pull it up here just real championship
1: quick championship wrestling
0: so the card is nine matches right now so i think this wow. might be uh, all the matches they might add one more maybe Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax, an Extreme Rules match for the, for the Raw Women's Championship. They're going to be using weapons? Yes. Nice. They'll be using weapons. AJ Styles versus Rusev for the WWE Championship. Uh, the Deleter of Worlds, Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt taking on the B Team Tag Team Championships, uh, Raw Tag Team Championships. Carmella versus Asuka for the <sighs> SmackDown Women's Championship. The Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan and Kane Mm -hmm. uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins, a thirty-minute Iron Man match for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley, Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the United States Title, and Finn Balor versus the Constable Baron Corbin. So, uh, not not a bad card here. The constipated. (laughs) <laughs> the constipated Baron Corbin. But solid card here. I-, I really like this card. I wish there were more gimmick matches. I wish like AJ Styles and Rusev would be extreme rules, but yeah. of course AJ just had the last man standing match with Shinsuke. Maybe Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. That should be the extreme rules. You match. can't
1: break the face that runs the place.
0: No, you cannot, but I, I would love to see some more extreme rules matches because yeah. you know it's extreme rules. Why not? I mean, literally one match out of nine. Is extreme rules a girls' match? And it's a girls' match. I mean,
1: I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to do it well. Well, but st- I mean, yeah, come on.
0: And you still have a week to you know add a stipulation to some of these. Like maybe Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, put that as a
1: yeah. Because I've been having that social media heat. These guys need some weapons.
0: And Ziggler and Rollins, you know, uh, they got the Iron Man match. So yeah, that'll be uh, that's going be really good. That'll be fun. Um, I'm,
1: I'm so excited they're finally giving Ziggler a push, man. Yeah.
0: You know he's going to take that belt off of Ziggler, right? Who? Drew McIntyre.
1: Yeah, we talked about that a few weeks ago.
0: That's going to – so that down the line. So Ziggler's going to hold this belt for a good little minute. I think maybe until Survivor Series he might hold this belt. Mm -hmm. Unless they want to pull the trigger early and have Ziggler and – have McIntyre turn on Ziggler here real quick. But I don't think they've run their course yet. So, Right. uh, think you know, have have Ziggler go over whoever at SummerSlam. And then maybe around October, you know, have – Drew turn on Dolph, and then you have Ziggler. But then again, Survivor Series is gonna is SmackDown versus Raw, right? So uh, I'm not sure how they're gonna do that. Maybe it you know Clash of Champ. I think it's Clash of Champions in December. Yeah, because no
1: belts are on the line at Survivor Series, right? Correct. Okay.
0: Yes, it's just SmackDown. It's SmackDown champions versus Raw champions. Yeah. So uh, that'll be interesting. But that's the card for Extreme Rules. Our Extreme Rules uh, preview show, of course, will be coming up this week Wednesday or Thursday stay tuned to our social media yeah, Facebook we'll you know. and Twitter uh, to uh, keep you we'll keep you updated on when we're going to do that Extreme Rules preview show which will be very interesting we'll have the WrestleCast guys on as well as breaking Cruz in the studio as well so it's going to be chaos utter
1: chaos yeah. is what it's going to be
0: so let's now uh, I think now is it uh, time for the Cajun Outlaws no interview?
1: no no not yet uh, we got to get the intern Katie. KD can you call the outlaws? And while while she's calling the outlaws, we have the Brock Lesnar thing to go yes, over. Yes, that's true. The, uh, and the Daniel Cormier, who is a, – a, I don't know if he still lives there because it says he's fighting. Fighting out of uh, Sacramento, California. Yeah, I
0: think he lives in South Sacramento now. <clears throat>
1: but uh, he he's was born LA- in Lafayette, Louisiana, yeah. so repping the boots. Shout out to D.C.
0: A former uh, all-state linebacker at Northside High School. Over really? In, yes. Over, nice. Over in Lafayette. So this is what we're going to do now. We're going to go ahead and play you the clip of, uh, of Brock Lesnar last night, or Daniel calling out Brock and then basically Brock's response yeah, yeah. To, uh, to Daniel Cormier. Good
4: Brock Lesnar, get your ass in here!
1: Yeah, I don't think you wanted to do that. No. Here he comes. Bam! Big old shove.
2: Let me tell you something. I walked in. And watch the heavyweight disasters from the beginning. Nagoya's a piece of. Shit. Miocic's the piece
4: of. Shit. <laughs> DC, I'm coming for you.
0: Wow. And then he shoves the mic into the yeah. camera like. Now, so, now th- I think. Let me check that fight, which right now. I don't know what that says about Brock as far as the status of WWE right now. Obviously, he's still the universal champion. Well, it doesn't matter.
1: He doesn't fight with the WWE anyway. No.
0: But uh, let me see.
1: While you're looking that up, let me tell you what ticks me off about this whole thing. And, of course, that was cut down a little bit. When you watch the longer form of it, DC's team is laughing the whole time. Joe Rogan's laughing the whole time. Of course, you know, you said it before, DC is a huge pro wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. This is so kayfabe, man. And, like... Dude, if you're going to kayfabe it, make it look like a shoot at least. Yeah. All these guys are laughing, and they're just making a big joke out of it. So how can we take this seriously now?
0: I think even WWE is going to help push this Brock Lesnar, Daniel Cormier fight. I would
1: imagine you would have to because now, I mean, you've brought into everybody knows this confrontation was staged. Everybody knew what was going to happen. They knew Brock was coming in. They all had their phones out and they were taping it. They all and then and then you got Cormier trying to act like he's a WWE superstar running promos on him, you know, while he's in there. Dude, look, I get it. Uh, you haven't lost as a heavyweight yet. You will when you meet Brock Lesnar in the ring, dude. He will pound you into the ground, dude.
0: Now, we're not sure when that fight's going to happen. Um, it could happen as early as November. But it may not happen until maybe early 2019, so we're not—I'd sh- say anywhere from four to six months. I was listening last night on, on uh, Sirius SiriusXM, the, their MMA channel, and uh, anywhere from four to six months probably is when this fight is going to happen, which six months from now would be January. Uh, four months from now would be November. So anywhere I say from between November and maybe February, the
1: latest. But did you get that feeling from the clip? Were you like, man, how fake is this?
0: Uh, you know, somebody made the comment last night because Daniel Cormier made history last night. Yes, he did. First man to ever hold the light heavyweight and heavyweight Second title. Man. Well, he's the he's the first to ever hold the light heavyweight because Connor had the, uh, the two belts at one the time. Welterweight yeah. and the and the featherweight maybe i can't remember but he daniel's the first one to have the light heavyweight and the heavyweight at the same time mm-hmm. and they didn't even really give that a chance to kind of soak it in immediately grabs the mic calls out brock brock comes in shoves him and then brock you know he just heard what he said yeah uh so you know you could have gave a little more time for uh, to acknowledge daniel cormier as the first guy ever to hold the light heavyweight and the heavyweight titles at the same time. Yeah.
1: He got a huge pop when he jumped on the top of the cage and he put both belts in the
0: air. Yeah. He got a huge pop. So that was a it was a very interesting night last night uh for ufc and uh, as well as even wwe of course with the with the msg show and then you got your, your universal champion brock lesnar showing up to ufc 226 and making headlines yeah more so, action in the
1: ufc yeah absolutely. hey let me ask you this how do you say the guy's name he fought again Stepe miocic yeah Stepe, dude like check your chin bro was yeah. that not I mean, like, the punch that, that delivered the knockout blow, and look, I get it. I've never been knocked out, but I know you get you just got to hit the right spot, and then the jaw does its thing, and then they're out like a light. But come on, man. You're a professional fighter, and that little punch does you out? I didn't get it.
0: I mean, Daniel Carmody packs a mean punch, though. Oh, I'm sure. So, I mean, they all do. He's a big dude. Gained all that weight to get into the heavyweight division, so.
1: Yeah, he looked like a short, stumpy Hobbit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they used to call. It, they, I think some people used to call him the daddest man on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> the daddest man on the
2: planet. Dude, that's, that is great. That's good stuff, right oh there. Oh my goodness! So, uh, yes. So yeah, that's what happened last
0: <laughs> night at a uh, UFC uh, 226. So uh, all right, Katie, um, you got you got the outlaws on the line. You do. Yeah, she We're gave good? us a thumbs up. We're good. We're good. All right, so uh, let's go ahead now. And uh, take us, uh, Ryan, to to the interview.
1: All right, Patrick, we have what we've all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. All right, we had the intern call all the Cajun Outlaws. They are actually on our Skype hotline right now. How's it going, guys? What's happening? Yeah, uh, boy, Outlaw
3: Mike. We got Killer Shane. We got Pretty Tony. We got Outlaw White, Red Threat. Everybody, say what's up. What's happening? Hey, Outlaw uh,
4: Mike. I can introduce myself. Red <laughs> the Threat say here, ladies and how
1: y'all doing? <laughs> All right, so we are talking with the hottest heel faction in pro wrestling in Louisiana right now. And- whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Back that
3: up a little bit. We're not just the hottest heel faction. We're the hottest faction, period, and not just in Louisiana. We're getting calls from Tennessee. We're getting calls from Oklahoma. Hell, Tony got a call from Walmart yesterday. They <laughs> want us. That's Cajun
1: Outlaws. All seven at seven. Be there. Right. Well, hey. My apologies. I appreciate that. Thank make you for sure, correcting me.
4: Make sure it's like this sister now. You got to catch it on for Tony. By you, or
1: well, everyone. So, all right. So if you wouldn't, one. if you wouldn't mind, I know you guys did some introductions a second ago. But go ahead. Tell us who you are and how long you've been in the business.
3: Who gonna why, start?
4: Why, why, why does it sound like crickets? I hear <laughs> crickets. Hey, well, I didn't hear uh, it. seventeen years. That's how long I've been
5: dropping elbows and uh, taking names. <laughs> Outlaw Retro Thibodeau from
4: Karen Crew. <laughs> Karen Crew. <laughs> well, hey, i have gonna. Hey, Killer Shane been in it for like five years. Pretty Tony's been in it for nineteen years, baby.
3: Outlaw Mike, brand new to the game, brand new to the scene, man. You don't even know how long I've been, and I don't want to tell you.
5: <laughs> ah! Outlaw White. Holding it down for three years. Second generation, second NWA generation superstar coming in the game, ready to shake things up. What's up? That's right. That's right.
1: Nice. Hey, hey
4: uh, pretty Tony is like our Yoda. You know, he's been in hundred years. I'm
1: gonna lie to
4: you. <laughs> <laughs> i still going, dog.
1: Still <laughs> hey, Killer Shane, I see you repping Collar and Elbow there. They're our main sponsor. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so I'm sponsored by them. Yeah, they, they're pretty cool. Nice. Al Snow and his clan over there. All right, guys. How, bring us to the genesis. How did all you guys get together?
5: I, I, everyone everyone comes to me for, for the origin story. <laughs> so, basically, uh, I, you know, I'm young. I, I, I'm young in the game, and uh, I, I'm wrestling for Mustang Mike out of Morgan City, Louisiana. And... Uh, Man, me and Shane, like I, I attacked him a few times. I really didn't know the dude. I just knew that they had some business to be done, and I handled up on them. And uh, then we 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 turned out to have you know common enemies and everything. So I, I'm I'm sitting back peeping it out. I'm like, all right, well, Shane's actually a cool dude, and so is uh, Pretty Tony. You know, so. Uh, one night my uh my senses kicked in and my boy is over there getting jumped and me and friends, me and Shane are not friends at this point. Not me, Tony. We we barely even spoke a conversation together. And I run out there and I hit him with a steel chair. Not Shane, but the guys holding him and all that. So uh, me and Shane, we're like, man, we you know we work pretty well together because we did some training why not start a tag team and go after these belts that have been floating around through hands and hands No the ones really holding it down, uh, a couple of punks. So me and Shane get together, you know, we got the outlaws, and we're like, man, you know, if, if we can have this much success with just the three of us, you know, why don't we bring in my boy, Rhett the Threat, who I was holding it down at the time in 225 as the Rev squad. You know, we became best friends and- like that. I mean stuff like that. So um, my Yeah, my bad. Yeah, so, uh, so so Rhett joins the group and then uh here lately, you know, we are like, man, you know, we need a little bit of direction. Let's bring let, let's bring a mind piece into the game. So Outlaw Mike presented himself as, you know, made you know, he's not the wrestler, but he is definitely there. Our brother, 100%, here to support us, looking out for what's best for us, so why not bring him along? And then here we are. I mean, we started wrestling for different promotions, started wrestling for different uh, people and things like that, and now slowly but surely it blew off, it took off. Um, You know, hard work definitely pays off, and uh, now you see what hard work does. You know, we're, we're slowly but surely taking over the South and eventually the world.
1: Right, now you guys got a lot of heat with uh, 225 management. What's going on over there in Denham Springs in uh, the greater Baton Rouge area? Uh,
5: who wants to take the reins yeah. on this one? Well,
3: yeah, Red? Yeah, that's a red question. Yes, where well, you yeah, Red? Hmm. How, convenient. He up. How convenient yes. he lags out right <laughs> after that
1: question. What's up yeah. with that?
5: Well... Well, I'll handle up on this one too. So, you know, Mike White, no, no strange controver- uh controversy. You know, you know me because the things I used to do, I even had uh, legal, legal suits and and all kind of things with two two five. And basically, the outlaws are not here to obey and follow authority. That's not what we do. Cause then we wouldn't be outlaws, right? So I mean,
3: you we know would the man's trying to
5: hold us down, system's trying <laughs> to hold us down, and we're just here to fight back. These group of guys. It's a competition. These group of guys are here and we're, we're here to stay and we're here to take over.
1: Right, so what's the future look like for the Outlaws? Where's where's the next event where people can catch you guys at?
5: Well, uh the next event you can catch the Outlaws at will be July 28th, Morgan City, and it's yeah. going to be Oh, Rhett's back. Red's back online. <laughs> About That's time. time.
4: Don't get Don't go. Get go. Yeah.
5: Just a reminder: Do not curse, Red. I know- <laughs> yeah, Red.
4: If nah. you got to, if you got to, Red, just text it on the phone, Tom. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, might call, I might call my phone and they kick me out. What the hell?
1: <laughs> so the next event's going to be in Morgan, Morgan City. Morgan well, City. What, what day and time?
5: City, July twenty eighth. We will be at the the biggest oh. Yes. Hey, I think my wife. Oh, yeah. Why you keep cutting me off? <laughs> go ahead. Hold it down, Rhett. Hold it down.
1: Now, now, Killer Shane, you got some beef with a dude here from Lake Charles, Court of Cajun. Now, did you guys meet up at the uh, event over in Sunset? Ah, uh, I seen them but like most people, they talk when I'm not around, but then I'm around and they kind of go the other way. Oh, snap! That's- that's- that's kind of how that went. Okay. Yeah, because he, he was talking a little noise, the mic and uh, the other mic.
4: Yeah. Like <laughs> I said, they,
1: a lot of people talk when I'm not around. Then I get around and they're not around. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like magic. Yes. Now, you guys have a podcast as well. Outlaw Mike, tell us a little bit about that. So, the podcast, uh, we just actually
3: rebranded the podcast from the Retro Outlaws podcast, which was me and Red to Threat. Uh, Michael White was a special guest a couple of times, but. Uh, that started last year, and when we started talking about joining forces, we decided that uh, we'll move it over to a uh, Cajun Outlaws podcast. Now, the premise of the podcast—it's not a wrestling podcast. Sometimes we'll have wrestlers on, and sometimes we'll talk about wrestling. But the podcast was never meant to be a wrestling podcast because, you know, we don't want to step on, you know, you guys' toes, and then that Facebook Live gimmick, uh, whatever we did this week. <laughs> Um, so we talk about everyday stuff, we talk about the outdoors, we talk about paying bills, we tell shoot, I got a whole hour and a half, three hours of Red the Threat telling his life story at one point one night at the camp. So we just talk about whatever we think might be interesting in our lives to us and apparently people like it. So we're just gonna keep going like we're going. Matter of fact, me and Red the Threat, we was out in the woods yesterday playing around and uh we got a little bit of contact. Content recorded, and uh, we'll pick it up later on, and, and hopefully we'll drop a new episode this week. The first ever Cajun Outlaws podcast hey, let's episode. Drop some hashtags
4: there, Outlaw Mike, some and stuff. Could we slashing
3: prices, slashing prices, man. Look, Podbean. It's a uh, Cajun Outlaws You can find us on Google Play, of course, Facebook.com forward slash Cajun Outlaws Wrestling. You can find me Facebook.com dot forward slash Outlaw Mike. I'm on Instagram at Outlaw Mike. Red Thibodeau on Instagram, Tony on Instagram, Shane on Instagram. Even Michael White is on Instagram. And you can find all of us, all of our links, everything on the Facebook page. That's kind of where everything's centralized. Oh, Stop it. Stop hey, it. Hey, Bill I, Murray. Look at this.
1: Real quick. Look. Yeah, go Bill ahead.
3: Murray's trying to get on a pod.
1: <laughs> What's <laughs> up,
3: Bill?
4: That's get out of here. On. Hey, y'all think I should have shaved before I come on?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you're always pretty, Tony. Man, why people got a copy off of me?
3: First Bray right. Wyatt, now Tony. Come on, <laughs> that's
1: right. Now, before we started taping, we were talking a little bit about Daniel Cormier, of course, a Lafayette, Louisiana native. Oh, DC. Yeah. How do y'all think oh, that went?
3: Man, that was such a great fight. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, DC I, got so about, much. How did you
4: watch man? You bootlegged it, or y'all?
3: <laughs> are? Uh, you know what? I'm not at liberty to say, but I'll send you a link later. <laughs> did not say nothing. So, anyways, <laughs> man, I've been a fan of D.C. for a long, long time, and uh, I think he didn't get a fair shake with that John Jones bullshit, but, but that what happened last night solidifies it. Like, like you can't call him a fake champ no more. He knocked out the best in the business and, in the first round. In the first round, knocked him out. Slap. Like Boom. Right. Done. I did that peanut butter. I knocked that peanut butter jelly sandwich out earlier. <laughs> That's it. Look at it. Look at it. Now, look, Brock Lesnar going to come in, and, and the only thing – that I concern concerns me is Brock just like John Jones got a history of doping, and if you watch the the post fight press conference, Daniel Cormier talking on that too. They're gonna be very cautious about that. But mm-hmm. man, I can't wait to see DC and Lesnar in the in the octagon, and Lesnar gonna be running away from him. Right. That's what Lesnar does. I wish they would do it in oak
5: smell. Oak smell. Oak smell.
1: Oak smell. Smell.
4: Oaks
3: smell. Oaks smell. Oaks smell. Oaks
1: smell. <laughs> Oh, uh, spe- speaking of Oak Smell, are you guys going to be back in Oakdale in August? Yes. What's the date
3: on that one? Who knows the date on
4: that one? Uh, uh, I, I recently I talked got, to I, their I man. I sent a shout-out to the promoter in Oak Smell the other day, and uh, the date isn't 100% confirmed. So
1: right.
4: I do know why Cajun Outlaws are in limbo with that dealing. So we'll kind of see what's up with that.
1: Nice. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate your time being on here one more time. Somebody, go ahead and give out the links where they can find all the all the stuff they want to find out on the Cajun Outlaws.
3: Listen, before we do that, uh, I want to make an announcement. This is going to be exclusive. Like, this has not been announced anywhere else. Uh, first, you're going to hear it first on your podcast.
1: Nice. Um,
3: the Cajun Outlaws starting this week. We're we're starting a campaign. Um, it's going to be hashtag Outlaws for Helen, uh, who is big shane's uh mother who's going through some things so we're gonna uh do a support campaign and you know the outlaws are behind the outlaws family 1000 um we're gonna have more news more things up and coming with that and uh basically we're just we're gonna do everything we can to to help out our family you know i want to give a shout out to tim davis outlaws got you in our thoughts too so um Again, that's going to be hashtag Outlaws for Helen, and you'll find more information on that on a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Cajun Outlaws wrestling.
4: Man, I swear, you think Mike was born for this or something. You see that? You see how that rolled off his tongue like yeah, that? Yeah, he, he was ready. Stuff. But, hey, you know, helping his family. Um, y'all need to help me. Come help my mom, who, uh, from uh, Brazil to Georgia. What's so up, Outlaws, helping Outlaws?
3: Outlaws helping outlaws. <laughs> hey, Rhett, didn't you have something you wanted to uh, plug, as well? I don't do plugs. to plug. We talking about plugging. Talking about Outlaw Academy, son.
4: Oh yeah. I don't ever talk about that. Hey, if anybody's inspiring want to be a a a, a true professional wrestler in the uh, state of Louisiana, uh, hit the Cajun Outlaws up on the Instagrams and uh, and, uh, and the and the Twitter and the twitters and uh, uh and all that stuff that might Plays out for you. I'll be uh, training guys in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Drop elbows off the top of the ladders, everything. We do it all over there. Not really. I don't have the insurance for all that.
3: But. <laughs> hey, man, look, just, if they get if they hurt, they were fired before they were hurt, so it's all That's good. Right. Yeah. Uh, um,
4: That's the only thing I want to plug real quick is my fish. <laughs> this fish is coming up. And my, my fish get nervous
1: when the trucks come around. <laughs> Mike White, you got any closing thoughts? I just want to say that
5: today is, is this podcast, and tomorrow is the world. Uh, Outlaws, I've got so many dates booked for so many places. You can catch us on YouTube. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, anything like that. And um, if I had to say anything else, it'd just be Outlaws for Life, babe. Like
1: Hit
4: the like and a subscribe button and Outlaw Mike as we said in old retro podcast.
1: Don't get caught now. How can they get in, uh, some of your merchandise?
3: Oh, look, all you got to do is head on over to the uh, Cajun Outlaws Facebook page, hit the message button, send us a message, tell us what you want, and we'll either do our best to get it shipped out Show to you the or cup. if you're, look, we got some cups. Show them the cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right there. There's the cup. Nice. Exclusive limited edition. These are pre order only. But uh people man, people want these left and right. We doing we doing everything. Uh everything will be at the shows, but we also ship man, I'll ship some merchandise out to anybody that wants to anybody wants to uh buy something, man. We're there. That's what we got. That's what we do. We looking at we're gonna be looking at more bigger things in the future. I'm talking uh pop fun codes. I'm talking action what? figures. You're gonna see a oh, snap. Threat, to threat action figure coming soon. Just nice. watch out. We got plenty of things
1: in the ropes. Awesome. Killer Shane, any uh, closing thoughts?
4: Uh, I blew up. Like Go ahead, Brett. Yeah. Talking to you, Mike White. Right. <laughs> best friend. Best friend. Hey, hey what's Shane, what's his best
1: say? friend? Hey, Ren, I lost for life. That's all. And this this best friend stuff starting to hurt my feelings. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I mean, shame me and you can be a friend, you best friends. Friend. That's right. That's right. Y'all can have your me, me and shame. I lost. my got our best friend thing going on. That's right. Yeah. That's and right. Me and my fish are best friends. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, Rhett. I got I gotta be uh, curious right now. Are you eating pistachios? I mean, boiled peanut. Okay. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> Even better. All, or boiled. Oil. Okay. That's I'm pretty you. sure they, they're bald too. I mean, you nobody wants some hairy peanuts. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> oh
4: man, you leave me alone.
1: <laughs> Tony, you got any closing thoughts?
4: Nah, man, it's just one thing: outlaws for life, family,
1: family. That's it, guys. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for uh, to tuning in, and uh we appreciate your time. All right, thanks for having us on.
3: All right, guys. Peace. Hey, we'll look for your check in the mail. <laughs>
4: yeah, All right. Represent.
1: Yeah, so once again, big props to the hot, hottest heel faction, not just in Louisiana, Patrick. In the nation. In the nation for joining yeah, us, I mean, the Cajun Outlaws with a Z. That's pretty big. They, you know, they're
0: getting the calls from, from, from Oklahoma, from Tennessee. Yep. And then, uh, from Walmart, <laughs> uh, that was, that was hilarious. All so, seven at seven. Th- those, those five guys, uh, I tell you what, i personally, I don't think I've ever seen them wrestle, but man, just those five guys talking, man. I don't that's... know how
1: many times I've invited you to Oak <laughs> Um, I
0: know, I'm just a, I'm just a busy man outside of this podcast. You gum know, it,
1: Patrick.
0: You'd think I wouldn't be busy. Of course, my, my days have opened up, you know, lately, so I guess, so, uh. You know, we'll see. I'll try and make one. Yeah. But, August.
1: Yeah. That's the next Oak Smell show. August, so as long
0: as it's before football season. Dude, it's going to
1: be, yeah, I think it, uh, well, obviously what they said, the date that I saw isn't nailed down just yet, Yeah, uh, but there will be a possible match between TK Riot and Teddy Nall, the Southern Ooh. Gentleman. Very nice. Last time we saw them, they were bleeding all over the school gym. Oh, boy. Um, it was absolutely Epic. So look forward to that as well. You know it's epic when they got blood involved. Yes. So we got anything else, man? No, that's it for me. Just be sure to check us out online, AverageMarks.com. If you're on iTunes, please give us a a rating and a comment after you listen to the show. And also, remember, if you're looking for some pretty cool wrestling streetwear, go to uh, CollarAndElbowBrand.com at checkout. You can save 10% when you put in our code, TheAverageMarks. That being said, if you don't have anything, Patrick, I think you know what time it is, dog. Outro.
0: You've been listening to The Average Marks
2: Podcast, a Lake Area Media LLC production. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry and are not affiliated with any wrestling promotion or company. Follow The Average Marks on Twitter and subscribe to us on iTunes. For all Average Marks links, news, and free podcasts, visit
4: AverageMarks.com.